Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Thanks for rocking with us. After the Dodgers get the dub, they beat down on the Angels, destroy the Halos. They win by a final score of 11-4. to They improve to 50-38, and 12 games above 500, a half game back of the Arizona Diamondbacks in the NL West. And an impressive night by this Dodgers offense. They continue to live by the long ball. Five home runs 
by LA2 by Mookie Betts. It could have been more had Joe Adele not robbed Max Muncy. It was a really solid, gutsy start by Tony Gonzalez. We're going to break that down in the bullpen. They pitched very well. Alex Vess, he looks like he's turning the corner a little bit. Bruce Dark Gratterall, he looked nasty. Brazier got squeezed a little bit there at the end, but this Dodgers team, they beat down. They win their ninth straight against the Angels. We're going to break down all of the action, but first, let me know, who is your player of the game? We know it's Mookie, who's living his bets life once again. This is the best version of Mookie Betts. He's on pace. Mookie Betts, a utility man, Mookie Betts, is on pace to hit 46 home runs. He had a career high last season with 35 dingers. Mookie Betts, one of the best players on the planet. We're going to talk about Mookie. In fact, describe Mookie Betts in one word or less. Let me know down below. But as always, I'm looking for that Dodgers Nation comment of the game. If I see one of those, you're going to see one of these. You win. Perfect. And just a reminder, you are now home with Dodgers Nation and Jim Beam. Please drink responsibly. Here we go. Finally, the bats woke up. That's from BC. Yeah, they woke up in a big way. And this is a team that we saw in Anaheim. They win that series, but they scored a grand total of four runs, right? A different story tonight. And J.D. Martinez, he comes up big. You talk about this offense. Will Smith tacking on runs late. Great two-out hitting in this one. And look, yes, this team, it's built to slug. And when they do that, you combine that with efficient pitching like we saw today, you're going to win a lot of ball games. But you the man, D-Mac. You the man, Daniel Macy over on Utah. I appreciate that. That's the first comment of the game. We have to bring down Tony Gonson's start because I thought he was huge tonight. I think Tony Gonson, really one of his best starts of the season, looking a little more like the Tony Gonson we saw last season that went into the break. He made his first all-star team, led the National League in ELRA. But here, let's get some comments and we'll break down the action because this is a fun win. This is a great win. I think it kind of puts things into perspective a little bit because it seems like a lot of people are down on the Dodgers saying, oh, this isn't the team that can make a run at the World Series. It's not a team that was anywhere as good as the 111-win team from last season. Despite all the injuries, despite having the injury bug sink its teeth into the Dodgers team, it was basically been like a season of squid game. This team is still a half game back in their division. They're 12 games over 500, and they haven't gotten very much length from the starting pitching. So you add a starter here, you add a bullpen piece there, you add a right-handed bat, I think this team is firmly in the mix to make a run at the World Series. Here we go. Dodgers cross the Angels. That's from Diane Schroeder. What's up, Diane Schroeder? That feels like a fire take to me. I'll give you one of these. Tyler Anderson wish he stayed with the Dodgers. That's from IC. Yeah, TA had definitely a rough go of it for the Angels. And tonight, Mookie Betts doing his teammate dirty. I think T.A. when goes four and a third inning is allowed three runs on four hits, but Tony Gonson, he gets the win. He improves to five and three. He ends up going six and two thirds innings, allowed four runs on seven hits, had five punch outs, 77 pitches, total 54 for strikes. Alex Vesia, he pitched very well tonight, comes in and makes Bob Ross proud with the way he struck out Shohei Otani. Bob Ross loving the paint job he did right there, right there on the edges, and that's where Alex Vesia needs to live. He needs to live on the black. If he's making his pitches, if he's executing and he's hitting the corners, he can be an effective reliever. Gratterall, 16 pitches, 12 first strikes, had the punch out. He was looking nasty. And then Ryan Brazier goes one inning, throws 18 pitches, thought he got squeezed a little bit. Biggest key, though, for Tony Gonsolin was absolutely first pitch strike. I mean, getting ahead 19 for 27 on first pitch strikes. I thought Tony Gonsolin was outstanding. Like I said, we're going to break down all the action. We're going to talk about Mookie's big night. But still, even though Mookie Betts was fantastic. And I got a take, too, before I actually talk about Tony Gonson, because how about the Angels? You're going to intentionally walk Mookie Betts in that situation? Really? 
Really? I mean, come on now. This man's flirting with history. Of course, most career three home run games. Mookie is tied with Johnny Mize and Sammy Sosa. But here's the difference there. Okay, Sammy Sosa, he hit his he had his six three home run games in 2,354 games. Johnny Mize did it in 1,884 games. Marcus Lynn Betts, he did it in 813 games. So he'd be well in front of Johnny Mize had he done it tonight. And I have no doubt in my mind that Mookie was going to hit that third bomb instead he gets a double on a first pitch changeup, and they tack on more runs but I think my other big takeaway tonight about Mookie let's, let's get some comments here and we'll start breaking down the action here we go Dodgers get the dub that's from nerds we got Daniel Spicer let's go there you go that sounds like a Dodgers uh, combo of the night game Catman Shorts from Sergio Quintero Daniel Spicer hello Perfect. Dodgers Nation Anthony Keene sign up for Threads DMAC Anthony Ke- I don't know I mean I feel like I'm going to be like Will Smith in the last episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air just being in Twitter all by myself if I need to I mean Threads I don't know Facebook platform eh. we'll see I think Twitter is going to still be coca-cola i think threads will end up being pepsi that's just my take i'm not afraid of change either of course see me on tiktok doing my thing but yeah we'll see i mean that's just another thing to do but uh i probably eventually will join threads i actually do have one i think i have to do one more thing i don't know i'll be on it but i still uh, i think twitter is still where it's at for me at least for now but uh as always fire roberts that's from jason diamond our first fire roberts take i think roberts really considering the injuries considering the bullpen he's really pulled the right levers of leg kind of get get a Dave Robertson questions. Roy Estrada, Gonson gets a B minus, not sharp. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's get some more comments in here first, though. Kevin Juhas also, what's up with Doc pulling out Gonson? Yeah, I mean, I think if you talk to people around this team talk to Bob Guerin who I talked to during spring training really they look at the pitch count and yes 77 pitches that is a low mark but it's also the up downs it's the stress innings and I think too you give up those two home runs there to Moniak and to Boustakis, you fear of a big inning, and you don't want that to happen by any means you got Vesia who was fresh he had only pitched 16 pitches before Getting back called, getting called back up. Bruce Dark, Gratterall, Ryan Brazier. I think it's set up nicely. I wasn't too upset with the pull of Tony Gonsolin. Yes, you want to get as much length as you can out of your starters right now, especially when you consider the fact that the Dodgers at the moment, they're 23rd in innings pitch from their starters. 23rd. Last year, they were top 10. Year before that, they were top 10. Pretty much the entire Andrew Friedman regime, they've been one of the best when it comes to getting length and quality starts from your starting pitching but that hasn't been the case so yeah it would have been okay to have Tony Gonson finish that inning but I think you got Shohei Otani at the plate you go with the platoon you go with the lefty lefty I have no issue with that because the game could have changed in a hurry we've seen this team give up some big games and look this is the first this is their second five home run game of the season their first since they did it in Tampa Bay, and they lost that game, right, because they gave up 11 runs. So we've seen this team hit five home runs but lose the game, so you definitely don't want to see that. But here we go back in the comment section. Decimated by injuries, could have 50 wins at the bricks. Exactly, Robert. That's the ultimate Mitch Lotta half full when you talk about this team heading into the break is the fact that, yeah, they have – definitely salvaged a lot of this with just pure offense. I mean, you're talking about a team that's right behind the Atlanta Braves when it comes to home runs hit. This team lives by the long ball, dies by a long ball sometimes. Yes, the slug is there, but look, the reality is, if you slug, if you're built to slug, you can 
win games at a high clip and that's exactly what this team does so yeah you love the fact nine straight wins against the angels first game with double digit hits and i don't know how long yeah this team the hits were there it's really a combination of both you had base hits like miguel rojas he was fantastic in that double late but the dodgers ended up with 11 hits and the offense showed up and the pitching they did their job too so that definitely is my first big takeaway tonight is you get back-to-back quality starts from Dodgers pitchers that we expected to be better this season to be two of the best pitchers in the National League in Julio Arias and Tony Gonsolin yesterday Julio goes six innings allows two runs on just three hits with eight strikeouts and a walk tonight Tony Gonsolin four runs on seven hits had five punch outs one walk and six and two thirds his last three starts Tony Gonsolin Coming into tonight, he had a 9.42 ERA in his last three starts combined with a 4.4 walks per night. So he had been struggling of late. He started the game quick. He was efficient. He retired the first nine batters he faced before that Otani single there in the fourth inning. Yeah, let's break down this game. Let's get back to your comments. So a couple of questions that I have for you guys. Describe Mookie Betts, one word or less, the Mookie Betts experience with the Dodgers. I think, yes, some of these $300 million contracts don't work out. And last year when the Phillies were in the NLC, Yes, I heard so many Dodger fans out there. It was across the board. All these just go back. I have, I have receipts longer than CVS receipts of saying, I would have rather had Bryce Harper than Mookie Betts. Give me Bryce Harper over Mookie Betts. No way. Mookie Betts defensively, offensively, what he does as a leadoff hitter, this guy is special. Yes, Shohei Otani is the best athlete on the planet. Yes, he is a once-in-a-sport-level player, but like Mookie Betts likes to say, High drive a Benz, too. He drives a Benz, too. He takes a backseat to no one. You got that table right there with all the elite players in Major League Baseball in the cafeteria. Mookie Betts is sitting right there, right across from Shohei Otani. And he proved that once again tonight. Two home runs came close to an opportunity to hit a third home run and setting the all-time record in Major League Baseball. Of course, the Angels, they got scared. Then they intentionally walk him. Dodgers still were able to score. So, yeah, just recapping this game a little bit. Let's get I want to hear you. By the way, if I got anything spicy, anything hot, doesn't even have to be related to what I'm talking about. Anything spicy, a trade, a take, I'm going to read it, and you're going to see one of these. Johnson got run support. That's why he went six plus. That's from Roy Estrada. BC Angels definitely not making the playoffs. Absolutely. I think this team, look, I mean, it's the Angels, okay? It's the Angels. You know it's what's happening. You, we've seen this movie before, we've read this book before. There's a reason why Shohei Otani with the Angels. People talk about playoffs. It's not even about playoffs. They've never had a winning record with Shohei Otani. They never finished above 500 with Shohei Otani. And one thing I was thinking when I was watching this game was the the sentiment really seems to be, the narrative seems to be with this Angels team that they're content with letting Shohei Otani enter free agency and signing with another team because they don't want to have that label that, hey, we trade away the best player. We trade away the better version of Babe Ruth in this generation. A once-in-a-sport-level player. We don't want that on our reputation. But if I'm an Angels fan, I'd be furious right now. I'd be absolutely livid that you got nothing in return. You could have gotten five Five, six, seven elite prospects possibly had you have traded him last year. That is how great of a player this is. And they're going to get him for nothing. Hey, that says everything you need to know about Artie Moreno. And there's a reason why they're one of the worst run organizations in Major League Baseball when it comes to winning. I think Perry Maniason has done a great job going the pitching route. I think it's only a matter of time until they get better around the margins and that's what they need. But right now, you're really going to let Shohei Otani walk for nothing? I'm telling you, man, I'd be furious if I was 
Devils and Angels family. I love LA. That's from Troy Heyman. We got Anthony Keen Mookie in a word. Sensational. Insert the future gif. My man, future. I love that. That's that's my man, Anthony Keen over there. By the way, if you're the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and smash Perfect. that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers. I like this from Daniel Spicer, who just combined very, very good into one word. Mr. Seabed, Mookie equal the man. Victor Fuentes, all four All-Stars hit a home run. Victor Fuentes, yeah, tonight it was their night. How about Max Muncy nearly leaving yard once again? But yeah, Mookie equals him. That's from Groovy U. Mookie Monster from Craig Osterberg. Charles Lee, 2023, we're a little sore. Joe Bennett, can we just play the Angels all year? Joe Bennett, that crossed my mind that when I was starting this show was, hey, just match this team up with the Angels. There go 162-0, and and they'll play them in the playoffs, hopefully, and they'll never lose a game. Yeah, they this Dodger team absolutely has this Angels team's number right now. And, yeah, this team, they don't inspire much confidence in me if I'm the Angels. I'm definitely seeing a team that is going to flail fast, especially with the injury to Mike Trout, especially with their depth issue. So it's the Angels. We've seen this movie every single year. You know what's how it's going to end, and it won't be in the postseason. But Vessia, Dodger dog of the game, striking out Otani on three pitches. That's from my man Troy Heyman over on Facebook. You need to see one of these. Dodger dog of the game. Yeah, quick recap of this game. So Dodgers strike first blood in the first after Freddie Freeman hit a 1-0 solo shot for his 16th home run of the year. That puts the Dodgers up 1-0. Jump to the bottom of the second inning. J.D. Martinez at the plate. One out, 2-0 count. He hits a leadoff blast for his 21st of the year. That gave the Dodgers an early 2-0 lead. Then Dodgers jump to the bottom of the third inning. Dodgers get two runs on three hits. First, a one-out solo bomb from Betts. Mookie living his best life. His 24th home run of the year gives the Dodgers a 3-0 lead. Then later that inning, Will Smith gets a one-out single followed by a Max Muncy one out walk. Then next batter, J.D. Martinez with runners on first and second. First pitch, he doubles to right to score Smitty to make it 4-0 Dodgers. And top of the fourth, the Angels get on the board thanks to a Ryan Moniak. Three-run home run off Tony Gonsolin. That makes it 4-3 Dodgers. Angels pull within one. Then bottom of the fifth inning, Mookie leading off 2-2 pitch from Tyler Anderson in the game, and he takes him deep for his second Betts bomb of the night, his 25th home run of the year. That makes it 5-3 to three Dodgers. They get one of those runs back, and they jump to the bottom of the six. Alvin gets a two-out single to right, followed by a Rojas walk. That set the Dodgers up with runners on first and second with the hottest player on the planet, Marcus Lynn Betts at the plate. First pitch, changeup. He doubles to right. That scores Alvin and Rojas to make it 7-3 Dodgers. And then we head to the bottom of the eighth where the Dodgers they tack on four more runs thanks to two hits in an air and a walk. Vargas leadoff walk. Great play discipline there by my man Miggy Varg. And then Altman, he grounds into a fielder's choice. And how about this? Great hustle by Altman to beat out the throw because that really set the inning up. He ran that out. And the next batter, Miguel Rojas, he doubles to left to score Altman. From first, that makes it 8-4 Dodgers. Eight hits in his last nine games for Miguel Rojas. And then Mookie Betts with an opportunity to hit his third home run to make history. The Angels, they get scared. They intensely walk him with runners on first and second. Then next, Freddie Freeman, he grounds into a fielder's choice. Rojas scored on the throwing error by Velasquez. That made it 9-4 Dodgers. And then with Freeman on first, Smith at the plate. First pitch, he crushes a two-run bomb to make it 11-4 Dodgers. So 11 runs by this Dodger team on 11 hits. Five home runs. Dodgers get the dub. Okay, now let's focus on some comments. Noah Ortega, Muncy has reached max unluckiness. That's a comment of the game. I love that. Presented by our 
Milky is kooky. That's from David Sabatini. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Absolutely. I mean, that's really one of the big takeaways. Mookie is one of the true superstars of this game. I don't think there's that many superstars because to me, you can be a great player and not be a superstar. To me, superstar is when you transcend what you do on the field. It's when you transcend just your statistics, your weighted runs created plus, your OPS, your war. He has that extra charisma that comes with being a superstar. The Mookie magic, the smile, the show chains with the bat. And how about this? We're talking about a guy. I can't wait to run his numbers tomorrow as far as someone in the infield because he talked about it. Mookie says that when he plays second, when he plays shortstop from a physical standpoint, from a a stress standpoint, from a stamina standpoint, it definitely reduces that compared to being in right field where you have to cover a little more territory and it does feel like, hey, you're not seeing Mookie sweat as much and he's really focusing on hitting and taking care of business at the plate and slugging and I think, hey, that's definitely something you want to consider. If he's comfortable playing the infield where he's made this transition look seamless, everyone talks about Shohei Otani pitching and hitting and rightfully so because it's absolutely ridiculous and most impressive, but Mookie a gold glove right fielder making it look easy to play second and short stop for the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's very impressive. I think he deserves all the credit in the world. And yeah, Mookie's right up there. I think right now, Ronald Acuna Jr., it feels like, yeah, maybe he's going to be a runaway for the National League MVP. He's had a fantastic season, a 168 rated runs created plus. So offensively, he's 68% better than league average. But Mookie Betts heading into tonight, having ran his numbers after this game, because this is going to go up. We're talking about Mookie Betts with a 150 weighted runs created plus a 3.8 F war. That's going to go up. Mookie can absolutely make a run for National League MVP. There is no question about it. Mookie won the MVP in 2018. You haven't had a an MVP winner that's won in both leagues since Frank Robinson did it back in the day. So I definitely think you can get that Mookie Betts MVP campaign going. That was my pick for MVP before the season started. And yeah, it feels really good that we're getting peak Mookie. Because I remember when the Dodgers signed Mookie, 12 years, $365 million. I looked at that 2018 OPS. Yes, it's still higher. Yes, he still had a great year that year. But I was worried that you wouldn't have those great years. But we're absolutely experiencing that. And I think that prime still has at least three to four years left in it. But DMAC, it's not the team we are down on. It's the pitching, Roy Estrada. Yeah, look, I'm with you guys. We are in lockstep, okay? You guys know if we had lost tonight 11-4, to I'd be bagging on the pitching that really this bullpen has been about as reliable as the Wi-Fi on a Spirit Airlines flight. But, hey, that's not the case tonight. That's why I think as great as Mookie was, 
That doesn't surprise me because it's Mookie Betts. What surprised me a little bit is Tony Gonson's start, which wasn't fantastic. We're going to break it down a little more in depth here in a second. But coming into this game, his last three starts, like I said earlier, a 9.42 ERA and a walk rate, a, a, a walks per nine that was at 4.4. So to see him go out there and compete, to see him go out there and be efficient early on, that to me was most impressive. But here we go. We need a better bullpen. That's from Adam818. Yes, we do need a better bullpen. We need the Chris Martin types. I want to see them go out there. Like I said, you guys call me crazy for saying Tommy Pham. And like I said, character-wise, I get it. I mean, I'm just saying, look, David Robertson, 38 years old. If the Mets are selling, he's been lights out. A strikeout rate over 30%. If we're going to bring in bullpen pieces, they have to fit the profile of do they miss bats? Because that is important. Because this has been a pitch-to-contact style of bullpen that you saw last season. Game two, Bruzard Gratterall. Yes, he has his moments. Yes, he's been really the Dodgers' second-best reliever behind Evan Phillips. And with the injury to Daniel Hudson, and my heart hurts for Huddy. It's terrible. But you can't bank on him coming back and look and having an impact on this team. You just can't do that when you consider the injuries that he sustained in the past. Well, Bruzard Gratterall, game two, the NLDS on the Trey Turner error. What happened there? the ball was in play. You need guys that have the ability to miss bats. Like I always say, the pitcher's best friend, it's not the double play ball, it's the ability to miss bats. Here we go. Hi, Roy. We got uh, Yo, Dine Schroeder. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to everyone out there. We got to Outstanding. We got Roberts. Uh, Robertson has pitched two games, two good games. We got, uh, yeah, he absolutely has. Mookie is now in the MVP running, and so is Freddie Daniel Cooks. I like how we're, we have a mind meld. I'm just getting to your comments here. Vessi is getting back in stride. Believe it, in progress not perfection that's from charles lee yeah look what did i say when it came to alex vesey and really that's i mean one of the key moments of this game really when you look at their top of the seventh inning we'll kind of jump there and then we'll rewind after that but yeah i mean that definitely was one of the key moments in the game is alex vesey going out there and executing but what i remind everyone when people want to dfa him when they want to send him to the sun is that last year we're talking about a guy alex vesey Last year, 4.15 ERA and a 4.22 ERA in May and June. Okay, you're talking about ERA over four in May and June. Then the All Star break, he ends up getting with a 3.14 ERA heading to the All Star break with 28 and two thirds innings. And then after the All Star break, he was absolutely lights out. After the All Star break, he allowed three runs on 25 and two thirds innings. He struck out 42 batters, walking just nine. So history tells us that there is a universe where Alex Vesia can have a rocky first start and be dominant in the latter half. And you saw even the first matchup against the Angels where he pitched very well. So Mookie VP, that's from Kevin Uhas. That's a comment of the game. We got Dodgers are the true team of L.A. That's from Nerds. Uh, Victor Banos, the cat was good, has to fix it, the home run bug. Yeah, Victor Banos, that definitely is a fantastic point right there. And Tony Gonsolin, that has been one of the differences in him this season is He's leaving stuff up. Even the splitter that hadn't allowed any, had allowed very many home runs, he left them up, had, had allowed two in one game. So that definitely has been an issue for Tony Gonson. In this game, he gives up another two home runs. So the key for him is just not hanging stuff. And that's where he gets in trouble. 
And let's talk about that there in the fourth inning. So top of the fourth inning, first pitch to Otani, base hit past the diving Mookie Betts. By the way, I want to read the super chat right here from Adrian Salazar. I can't see Scherzer becoming a Dodger with our pitching. I can't see. Oh, so I thought you said I can't see. I can't see Scherzer becoming a Dodger with our pitching struggles. If he complained about it, then he'll complain about it now. Shout out from AZ. Well, I appreciate the comment. I appreciate the super chat. That's going straight to my show. Hey, fun. Might just use it on some carne asada fries tonight. But, yeah, I mean, look, I think it's really not something I think is a realistic idea. It's just we have to consider every single option at this point when it comes to fixing this starting rotation. And I think that what we've seen from Andrew Friedman in the past is if he's going to part ways with prospects, he's going to want to take a big swing, right? It's not about bringing in a guy that's not a needle mover, a guy that's a number four or five star that can stop the bleeding. Look, Noah Syndergaard, Doc talked about it today. He faced hitters. Yes, he has an ERA over seven, but could you see a world where Noah Syndergaard comes back and pitches five or six innings and gives up three or four runs at this point with this explosive offense and the lack of options I think you take that unless you bring in some other pitchers that can that can come back and also Ryan Pepio I think there's some it's a possibility that he comes back sooner than people realize. And I think you look at you look at Bobby Miller. He's been gutting out some starts of late. We've got another super chat here. Appreciate that. DMAC, you're one. Okay, Jacob, you're wilding, my man. You're wilding, Jacob. That's a bruh. You're getting a bruh. Oh, man. What's on my bruh button, man? Come on now. Give me a second. I have to go, though, because, I mean, here we go. Bruh. Get two of them. Uh, we got uh, Mookie is closing the MVP gap with Acuna. Doug McCann, I mean, Will Smith hit a home run tonight. My man. A 199 from Lord Vader underscore 066. Starting pitcher, relief pitcher, and at least one more bat is all we need to get a ring. Exactly. We are simpatico, okay? Uh, 100%. I definitely think that there's no way you can guarantee a World Series. That's the reality. That is the nature of Major League Baseball. That's why you love Major League Baseball. The best team doesn't always win on paper. It's been a lot of paper champions in the past, just as San Diego Padres, but that's not what you need. You need to get hot at the right time, but you still need those pieces. And we've seen this team is good enough. There's enough talent here. There's enough potential here to take some money that 401k to push those chips in the middle of the table and say we want to go out there and we want to get a starter we want to get a reliever we want to get another bat and let's go let's roll let's have a run like 2018 hey man if the Boston Red Sox weren't cheating that year in the regular season maybe their record isn't as good maybe they lose earlier in that series in that postseason run and maybe things are different there if Kenley Jansen doesn't give up the home run and yeah, I mean, things could be different. Uh, so we got Mookie for MVP. Pray home run derby does not change his swing. That's from Roy Estrada. Yeah, look, I think that it's going to be funny because we're going to be monitoring that. And uh, Bob Nightingale. Hey, Bob. You said, I love DMAC, and I don't care who knows it. Hey, Bob, appreciate it. We had a good talk there at the winter meetings down in San Diego. But, yeah, like my going back, I was trying to finish that point on the Boston Red Sox series. I mean, look, the home run by Pierce. I mean, it looked like after the home run by Puig and the Dodgers, they go up by three runs in that run that you're going to feel good about. Maybe you tie this series. So the point is, that's a team that had to play a game 163. And they, yes, had a weaker run through the National League, and the Braves are absolutely a juggernaut this season. There's no question about that, but still anything can happen in Major League Baseball. And you're talking about a team with J.D. Martinez, who I just want to point something out with J.D. Martinez, who doesn't, I mean, we can't give enough love to that contract. And how about Mookie Betts, who on top of being a great player, no Mookie Betts, no Robert Van Skoyak, who everyone to fire as far as being the Dodgers hitting coach. You don't have those two guys. J.D. Martinez isn't in Dodger blue. And he's on a one-year $10 million deal. And he hits another home run tonight. And 
That's his 21st home run of the season. He had 21 dingers in 72 games, 306 plate appearances this season so far, heading into the break with one more game to play. Last season, J.D. Martinez, 16 dingers in 139 games in 596 plate appearances. So he's having an absolute beastly bounce back season. He's setting himself up for a nice payday to end his career. But the point I'm trying to make is you have an elite DH, you have an elite hitting catcher, you have an elite hitting first baseman, you have an elite MVP candidate in Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Max Muncy's turning around of late. He's got a David Peralta. He's been fantastic over the last month. One of the best hitters in the game. Jason Hayward on a minor league deal. He's been great in his role. James Albin's figuring out. Miguel Vargas took it, had a walk tonight. And uh, yeah, he could add another bat. But yeah, this team is not as far away as I think a lot of people think. But uh, here we go. Mets lead Padres 5-3 to three in the top of the 10. Thanks for that update, Mr. Joe Bennett over there on Facebook. Fans booed when they walked in BC. I heard that. And for good reason. I mean, come on. You're the Angels. You don't want to be a part of history? I mean, come on now. I mean, let's uh, let's be honest here. I mean, you, give the fans what they want. Give the fans what they want and just live with it, okay? I mean... In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I was definitely, look, here's something you need to know about the Angels, too. Hey, Angels have made history at Dodger Stadium. An Angel pitched the very first no-hitter at Dodger Stadium when they were sharing the stadium back in 1962, and that was done by Bo Belinsky. Did it on May 5th, 1962. So an Angel actually threw the first no-hitter at Dodger Stadium. So the point I'm trying to make is, we've seen history at Dodger Stadium. Angels, why are you running away from history? Uh, it was fun beating up on T.A. tonight. Diane Schroeder, Diane Schroeder Savage right there, beating up on Tyler Anderson. Yeah, and Tyler Anderson is a a great case study on you go to the Dodgers you have some success and like I said it's not for everyone not everyone's gonna have success when they put on that Dodger blue but he definitely did this season he has an ERA north of five has pitched better of late but still he's an innings eater and that's what you want in Major League Baseball but here we go uh, Belly's doing good in Chicago lol Adam 818 yeah did he have a big game tonight because like, they beat the Yankees for the first time right Doug LA would have taken Rendon last year just to get Otani Justin Lamas uh, I don't think you're totally wrong. I mean, that's a big contract. I think for the Angels, that's a, I mean, Rendon, that's one of the worst contracts in big league history to go along with Pujols' contract with the Angels. So, yeah, for some reason, when Dodgers sign players, it turns to gold. Freddie Free and Mookie Betts, when the Angels sign someone, it's like age is like sushi in the sun, right? It just doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I definitely think it's possible, though. I mean, with a year and a half of team control, I don't doubt you. I mean, they probably would have felt confident they could find a way to keep him healthy. But you're talking about Anthony Rendon. Anthony Rendon, four years with the Angels. He's played 200 games. 
200 games for Anthony Rendon. And we know he was one of the big signings after 2019, a seven-year, $245 million contract. Ouch. We got uh, the Angels need to trade Otani and Trout. They need to rebuild from the ground up with young elite talent. That's from Rivs over on YouTube. Trade for Stroman, Robert Prado. Yeah, I think the interesting thing with Stroman, he's due for a little regression. We look at those high at the low BABIP numbers, he is missing barrels, inducing soft contact. If you look at effectiveness and pure stop this season, I would put Stroman actually ahead of Shane Bieber. Another thing, too, is he has an option that he's not going to exercise because he's going to sign a bigger deal. So you probably wouldn't have to give as much prospects up because with Shane Bieber, he's under another year of team control. So Marcus Stroman is interesting, but I don't think he has that top-shelf stuff that's going to dominate in the postseason. But considering the Dodgers' needs, and unless they're going to go out there and get a Dylan Cease or a Corbin Burns or even a Max Scherzer, a real dominant starting pitcher. I think he isn't in that next tier with the Shane Biebers and Lucas Giolitos of the world. But Angels used to be our dead, our daddies back in the late 2000s. Yeah, things things done changed. Uh, 2024 Dodgers won Mookie Betts. Yeah, reading the whole lineup there. My man Trey. We got, uh, let's go back down here. We got Seager for AL MVP. That guy, Adam A1A. Mookie will play second base so this team can sign Soto to play right field. LMFAO. I don't see them being a player for Soto. I just don't. I think they're going to get Shohei Otani and they're going to have two $500 million plus players. Uh, I think Soto's value has dipped a little bit though. So I don't know if he's going to get 500 million, but he'll easily get over 400 million. We got Mets should be sellers two pound for pound. Yep. San Francisco lost. They did Mookie best. I like that from Bill South. That's a comment of the game. David Robertson just served up a home run to Machado. Thanks. Good timing. I wish I had known before I said something. No, I'm just playing. I still think that would be a good addition. Ah, well, Otani will walk into free agency. That's from Showtime. Troy, bold prediction. Here we go. Coming from Troy over on Facebook. Betts joins Brady Anderson as the only two hitters to hit 50 home runs at a leadoff position. May not happen, but man, they would help. That would help his MVP case. That's a great take from Troy over on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, he's on Pace to hit the fire take, actually. He's on pace to hit 46. Will he go to 50? Ah, I'm not so sure. I think he absolutely eclipses 40. My prediction for bets this year was 42 home runs. That was my preseason prediction. So hopefully it's 42. And I hope that he stays healthy and he starts to peak right at the end of the season. That's what I want to see from Mookie Betts. But that would be fantastic. Brazier has been good from Craig Osterberg. Ugg 7-5 with one outs on the Mets. We got gotta love how Brazier has stepped up and stepped and seamlessly. Yeah, I was very high on the signing of Ryan Brazier. To me, he feels like an adult in the room. He feels like a guy that's been around the block with some big league teams. He's pitched for the Red Sox, and he's effective. I mean, you see a, a fastball in the high 97s. I mean, you see a, a pitcher out there that's confident and knows what he can do, and I definitely think that he's going to be a piece. I definitely think if you look at Ryan Brazier this season, you saw what these what the Dodgers liked in him. And what they did like in him is the fact that he misses barrels. That's what he does. He misses barrels in the 98th percentile. Fastball velocity above average. Fastball spin, extension, chase rate, all above average. You want to see him limit the hard contact a little more, but he's averaging 95.2 miles per hour on the heater. And I just love that mix. I mean, four seam, slider, sinker, cutter combination. And he misses barrels. And I think that he's absolutely going to be 
a guy that you can depend upon in the latter stages of this season. So definitely a nice find. That's a nice reclamation project. I don't think he'll come close to reaching the heights of an Evan Phillips or anything like that because this guy is 35 years old. So the ceiling isn't quite there as far as his future. It's kind of you're gonna. This is what you're gonna get at face value with Brian Brazier. But yeah, absolutely, he's been a breath of fresh air and a bullpen piece that actually has contributed very nicely for this Dodgers team. DMAC, who would you trade for Shane Bieber? That's from Victor Fuentes. I think it really kind of dep- depends. I mean, if you get him for like a Nick Nostrini and a Pajes, who, I mean, he has the, 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 the surgery, so I'm not so sure about that. But even if it took a Michael Bush, I would probably keep a Michael Bush. I think Bush is 25, but at some point, you got to trade some of these guys if you're not going to use him. And if you're this Dodgers organization and you're not going to pull off any other big moves with any of your big prospects and you're not going to include Michael Bush in a deal, then I say, hey, you got to keep him or trade him. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. If you're not going to have him be a second baseman or your third baseman after Max Muncy's gone or whoever they're going to try to go get, if you're not going to experiment him with him in left field like they were doing, then I think absolutely you have to consider moving him. And I do think that he's a guy that has flash. He's a guy that could be attractive for teams out there. I could absolutely see Michael Bush hitting 275 to 300, batting towards the top of the lineup for a lot of teams out here. So, yeah, one thing that that uh, the Dodgers scouts tell their players is when you go play for the Dodgers, you're not just auditioning for the Dodgers. You're auditioning for 30 teams around Major League Baseball. So, yeah, I mean, if it took the thing about Shane Bieber, though, is he's just not elite. He really isn't elite at this stage of his career. He's a really solid number three starter. The most important thing about Shane Bieber, though, is, hey, beggars can't be choosers. I'm not looking for the A-plus and AP calculus from Shane Bieber. I'm looking for give me the solid B for Belieber. I'll take that because he's seventh in all of Major League Baseball right now with over 110 innings pitch, 110 and two-thirds. That's exactly what this Dodgers team needs. They need a dependable starter. They can go out there and eat innings and perform and give you quality starts, and he definitely has the potential to do that. But here we go. Um, we got L.A. They could have taken Rendon. Okay, we got Devesi equals energy, heart, and passion. We need a whole roster to get emotional. What is your grade for Tony Gonson to start? I'm going to give it a B plus. B plus. I know just because of the circumstances. I mean, just because of the fact he gets into the sixth inning, and it, we're basically grading on a curve right now. It's almost like the the students aren't very good, and they perform poorly. They've gotten F's and D's in a lot of their tests lately, and you're getting basically a B, so I'll grade up and give you a B plus. Now, let's talk about that fourth inning, though. Top of the fourth, first pitch, Otani, leadoff base hit, pass a diving Mookie Betts, first base runner of the game for the Angels. Tony had retired the first nine Angels of the game, and then 1-0 pitch to Ward. He grounds to Mookie. He keeps it in the infield with the backhand, hits him in the palm of the glove, it was originally ruled it out. Halos reviewed it, and they ruled that it was safe. The Angels had runners on first and second with two outs. That was a cool little moment there with Mookie talking to Shohei Otani there on second base, kind of telling him that he kind of blocked his vision there. And the next batter, runners on first and second, Ricky Moniak at the plate. He hits a three-run shot. That made it a one-run game at 4-3. to three. Moniak, by the way, we talked about Noah Syndergaard earlier. He was part of that Syndergaard trade last year from the Angels to the Phillies. And then you're starting to get worried. I mean, 4-3. to three. 
You're thinking you're going to need some more fireworks for the Dodgers. But I think Gonsolin did a really nice job settling down, similar to what we saw with Bobby Miller a few nights ago, giving up the home run, then settling down. Next batter, he strikes out Escobar with the slider away for the first out. And then 1-1, he gets Adele to ground a third for the second out. And then first pitch to Moustakas, he gets him to pop to Muncie for the third out. So he gives him that three-run shot, and then he retires the Angels in order after that. And then top of the fifth, Really nice job. First pitch to Renfro. He singles to left. And 0-1 to Thias. 4-6-3 double play for the second out there. You get two outs there. And then Velasquez, he grounded to first for the three out. So did a really nice job bouncing back there in the fifth inning. We already broke down the bottom of the fifth. Mookie, 1-1. He homers to left for his 25th home run of the year. Fourth multi-home run game of the season. Four multi-home run games of the season for Mookie Betts so far. Julio will probably walk from Adam 818. Noah will turn into Thor. That's from Victor Fuentes. Mr. Seabad, what is it with Vessi and his minor league visits? It's like Superman's return to the Fortress of Solitude. Mr. Seabad, that has a fire take right there. As a, as a Superman fan myself, I really respect that take. And in top of the sixth inning, walks Otani on four pitches. 1-1 to Ward. He lines to left for the first out. And then he strikes out Moniac swinging. Gets him to chase a splitter up. Great depth. Great movement. Really the pitch of the night for Tony Gonsolin for the second out. And then the 0-1 to Escobar. He singles to center past the diving Miguel Rojas. And runners on first and second. A 1-2 count. He gets Adele looking at a splitty bottom of the zone to strand the runner. So a fantastic job right there. Great sequencing. Lands that splitty and keeping it low. Like my man Dontrell Willis says, my guy says, Live low, live long. That always is the case for Tony Gonson. But I will say on the strikeout to Moniac, I was really impressed. That splitter was up and away and got him to chase. And then top of the seventh inning, we already talked about the bottom of the sixth, the Mookie double. But top of the seventh inning, this is where it got really interesting. A 2-2 to Moustakas. He crushed a dong to right to make it 7-4. to The Angels get another run. They pull within three. Couldn't finish off Moustakas. Four-seam fastball, left it up. And did have a lot of late life on that pitch. And then he gets Renfro to ground a first. For the first out, then Dias singles to right. And then Velasquez, he grounds to second on a fielder's choice for the second out. And a great job by Dave Roberts. Great pull. Alex Vesia comes in to face Otani with a runner at first and two outs. And he strikes him out on three pitches to end the inning. So if you want to talk about Alex Vesia and how it can be effective, look no further than that at bat. That is the at bat you need to look at right there because that is where he's been effective. It's working up in the zone. It's working on the black, working on the corner. And, yeah, I mean, you saw the the vintage Alex Vesia passion, the energy getting pumped up as he leaves the mound. And I was really impressed by that sequence right there. And hopefully it's a sign of things to come because you're talking about three scoreless appearances for him in a row. So, yeah, definitely feel good about that for Alex Vesia. And talk about three pitches. First one, four seam up and away. Second one, challenge him. Let the little in. I was scared on that one, 94 miles per hour. And the third one. He gets him on the 14 fastball away. So when Vesia is definitely more effective, it's when he's working both sides of the plate. And you saw it right there during that at bat. But here we go back to the comment section. We'll let you guys go. The Dodgers get the dub. They pull it in half game, a half game of the Diamondbacks there in the A in the National League West. They now 12 games over 500. So this Dodger team, like I said, big takeaways. What you need to know: back-to-back quality starts for Dodgers pitchers. Julio yesterday, Tony Gonson 
since they I would say not necessarily quality because he didn't get the three three innings, but still, I mean, length. I mean, they go past six innings, six innings or more. So that definitely is what you want to see. Five home runs for the Dodgers tonight. They matched their season high with five home runs. They had five in that wide 11 to 10 loss of the Rays a few months ago. Then most efficient out of the year for the Dodgers pitching. Then Mookie Betts, like I said, and this guy is incredible. We're talking about MVP caliber player, MVP winner in the past, but he is firmly in the MVP mix with Ronald Acuna Jr. Like Mookie says, hey, he drives a Benz too, right? He is right up there at the top with some of the best players in the game. A power-hitting utility man. Third straight scoreless outing for Alex Vesia. Bob Ross level paint there on that Otani pitch right there but yeah all in all just a really nice quality win for this Dodgers team that hopefully can win tomorrow and then enter the break 13 games above 500 and I have full confidence that they do but let's rock the comments for a few minutes and then we will let you guys enjoy the rest of your Friday night send Vargas down to AAA are we getting Shane Bieber dugouts from David Sampatini we'll see I mean the interesting about the Guardians is they're not a great team hovering around 500, but they're second. They're in second place in what's a very mediocre AL West. So the American League, American League Central, I should say, that to me spells. Yeah, this is a team that they don't like to bring back guys that they know are going to walk. I mean, I dropped a video on Shane Bieber earlier for Dodgers dugout. So go check that out on YouTube if you haven't already. And kind of, yeah, all the boxes for when the Guardians are going to trade players, it checks it off. Shane Bieber, is he going to sign with them on a hometown discount deal? No. Do they want to trade players? Have we seen the past that are under team control that are better players? They do that. So I would not be surprised. I think there's... Even if they are going to contend, they're going to definitely trade him. But here we go. Uh, BC, thanks for calling out the Red Sox cheating in 2018. Not talked about enough because of the trash throws. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, even if they didn't do it for one game in the postseason, I mean, talking about a team that was historically good in the regular season and that definitely absolutely beefed up their regular season record, helped them get home field advantage. It took stress off their pitchers, off their players. So, yeah, I actually definitely agree. I mean, why are there books about that? But uh, Grizzly... Uh, T-Mac not wearing his polo. He must be amped. <laughs> that's a fire take. That's a bro. Okay, that doesn't work. D-Mac uh, the man. You conservative. Win. Zach, you're the man. Perfect. Right back at you. Uh, keep J.D. Martinez, Juan Jimenez. Really, I mean, there's, if you, I mean, yeah, if there's... Uh, I think he's a guy playing for a contract. I'm not so sure how I keep. Also, just a great player, but I think they're going to get Otani, and then that's going to plug up that DH spot. But a couple more here. We got 199 from Adrian Salazar. Hope this win encourages Otani to join the blue. Hey, he took batting practice today. He usually doesn't do that. So he said in the past the Dodger Stadium is one of his favorite ballparks to play at. So I think other stars will align. I think that we are heading in that direction. Put J.D. Martinez out in the field. Hey, just dingers, just defense. How about that? J.D. has no legs for the outfield, pound for pound. Also, you worry about injuries, an older player. Doesn't seem like it's something he wants to do, too. Hollywood Lifestyle from Justin Lombas, Dodgers baby, Anthony Keene. Yeah, Billy had a good game. I'm hearing the Cubs are going to be sellers, and the Yankees going to come looking for him. Anthony Keene, I've heard the same thing. Makes a lot of sense. His dad, of course, was a member of the 1998 Yankees team. That still has the most wins ever for a season, regular season and postseason combined at 126. That team won 114 games. But uh, we got lights too bright for Rendon. <laughs> got the Trump me in there. Uh, Max is too hungover to pitch. Pat, Pat, okay. Uh, DMAC, can I borrow your Dodgers sports coat? I have a wedding to attend in Houston next week. <laughs> yeah, leave me your address, bro. I'll send it to you, Mr. Seabad. You're, you're going Fire to that. Uh, Gabriel, what up, Gabriel Galef? I like seeing Mookie in the infield during the regular season because he likes it. 
but he better be in right field every postseason game. We don't win in 2020 without his plays there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the play you look at there, the critical play there in game five. I mean, how about the shoelaces catch where Ozuna leaves early and they review it and they rule that he's out. And also just the Rob jobs. I mean, he was fantastic in that series. The, even in the in the even in the in the World Series, he was great too. So yeah, defensively, you don't want to take your best defensive player out of the position that he plays better than anyone in the sport. So Shane Bieber is mid. That's from Jamie Lannister. Look, the reality is, I mean, he's pretty much a top forty starter, top forty starter right now. Uh, we play the Red Hot Mets for uh, after the break. Uh, Robbie Dmag, what would we do without JD Martinez if we could somehow get Otani at the deadline? Is putting him in the outfit a possibility? Peralta to left and Jay Hay in center. Well, what I'll say to that is, if there is a world where the Dodgers say, okay, it's going to require Diego Cartaya, Bobby Miller, some of these top-level prospects, but you get Shohei Otani, and that comes with a wink-wink handshake saying, we're going to sign a 10-year deal because the incumbent always has the advantage. Look how the Dodgers got Mookie Betts, right? We know the game plan. We know the playbook. So if that were to come with that, I think you'd say J.D. Martinez, man, this is a once in a sport type player. You find a way to make it work. And maybe that is a possibility. But Chris Taylor is still coming back. We'll see what happens with David Peralta. But I think at that point, you find a way to make it work. But I just don't anticipate that happening. If it does, though, hey, you got to just find a way to make it work. They're not going to say no just because of J.D. Martinez. You're not going to let a half season of J.D. Martinez, as well as he's playing, disrupt your chances of getting Shohei Otani, a guy that can make your franchise literally billions of dollars in sponsorship and jersey sales and everything that comes with Otani. I mean, you're talking about a Ken Burns documentary probably 100 years from now when people look back and they see him in a Dodge uniform i mean how much money does that give you for intangible branding and everything that comes along with it so yeah man you guys know you give me time talking about all time it's gonna be in a 15-hour show trace thompson ain't playing for the dodgers again it's from jamie lannister d bags will fade we got this mike G- make giolito sign with la and free agency only 0.5 games back with the d backs 499 here from a man nicholas ramos shout out to d mac the hardest working man in dodgers journalism i appreciate you guys and honestly it's all for you guys to be honest, man i love talking about dodger baseball you guys we're in this thing together man the ups and downs the smiles and frowns but hey like i always say nothing brings us together quite like dodger baseball and sometimes honestly i gotta let off some steam because this bullpen it's really it's uh got me heated this season but uh <laughs> interesting uh but yeah guys that's gonna do it for this episode of the dodgers nation post game show dkm hey dmac wear your dodgers suit for japanese heritage give me that michelada you want that michelada okay i'll give you the michelada Take. I know Stroman doesn't move the needle, but he gives us depth. How would you feel about a Cubs package of Stroman and Belly as one of the few deadline moves? Gabriel Galef. I mean, I think, look, I just don't see Cody Bellinger coming back. Obviously, that's not his decision. It's not like he has a no trade clause, but I don't anticipate them trading back for Cody Bellinger. Would be, it would come as a major shock. For me, I think I'll go for one of those uh, Chicago bullpen pieces if that were the case. But that is going to do it. Thanks for joining us here. Dodgers get the dub. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Mr. Seabad, the Dodgers bullpen, a good reason to drink. That's going to do it. But if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers. Remember, nothing brings together quite like Dodger baseball. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. stadium 
Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. 